What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ask LSC podcast. My name is Harrison, Worship Arts Director. Good to be with you. Hey, this is Mike Moses, lead pastor of Lake Forest Church, Huntersville. In today's podcast, we are going to meet our newest ministry staff member, the new remix director, Brittany Dang. Yes, I'm very excited to uh, talk and get to know Brittany just a little bit here in a second. First, super quick, Mike, I want to just do a, for anyone listening to this, a shout out to one of the most awesome people at Lake Forest. Are you ready for that setup? I'm, I'm ready. It's a high bar, but I, I know you're going to agree when I say this. Awesome, I know, I know, awesome I know. Um, one of the most awesome people here at Lake Forest Church is a ministry partner and has been uh, an elder, uh, Daryl Leip. My son, uh, Zach, who's a fifth grader, got to go. They had this overnight sleepover party thing here in the church. They went to go jumping on trampolines, and then they were running around like playing, which sounds like imagine being in fifth grade a game of hide and seek inside the whole church. I know. That's awesome. Yeah, it's <laughs> That's pretty, as cool as it gets. I was never allowed to do such things. No, no. And you're talking about your son, Zach, a.k.a. the little drummer boy. A.k.a. the little drummer mm-hmm. boy, yes, mm-hmm. yes. And uh, Yeah, man. my office was a little, I noticed it was. It had been disturbed <laughs> yeah. uh, Sunday morning when I came in. And it, it actually made me happy to think of fourth and fifth graders running around trampling on my office. I know. That felt like a little holy and sacred. And to know that uh, about 20 homeless guests had also uh, stayed in our building over Saturday night. They had showers. When we first built this building, by the way, we built um, bathrooms with showers in the lobby so for the whole purpose that we could be an overflow homeless shelter on nights like Saturday night. But tell me more about Club 50. Yeah, I mean, they just had – they had like – I mean, it was – not far off a hundred fourth and fifth graders that came. It was, Goodness. it was in the mid eighties. Wow. Um, and, uh, the, I asked Zach, how was it? He said the bus ride to the trampoline park was crazy. And the girls said they could hear the boys bus from on the road. <laughs> they were so loud. <laughs> um, but they had a great time and it's just so cool to see. There've been so many families that have, uh, become engaged, stayed engaged because of how just, intentionally Daryl and all of the, all of the awesome ministry partners that it took, it took a village to make that happen over the weekend. (laughs) Um, but the way that he, he, uh, cares for these kids and helps them find their place in that awkward space between elementary school and heading into middle school. When you're in fifth grade, you don't really feel like an elementary kid, but you're the, the middle schoolers still seem really big to you. So, um, you know, I, I think that a ton of even the remix success that we have is because Daryl sends those kids like ready to rock. So just shout out to him and his team. We, we appreciate what they do so, so much. So good. Um, I was sent the, the video and audio of the boys van. Um, (laughs) and as a former youth minister, it made my eye twitch. Yeah. It, It was joyful. It was wonderful. I was like, that's exactly what I would have striven for. That kind of group identity, bonding, ridiculous experience. And I'm never doing that again. God bless Daryl and the ministry partners who are making Club 54 happen. Agreed. And that's actually a, a good a good segue because we're sitting down that here is. with somebody today who has chosen, willingly chosen, and looked at 6th to 12th grade kids who are who are nuts sometimes and said, yes, that's me. I want to do that. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for coming on. Brittany Dang, what's up? Hey, 
It's so great to be here. And yes, I am that crazy person, but I love it. I love it. That is awesome. Well, I a, a quick funny story based on what Mike said. One of our one of our most famous former ministry partners here is a guy who had had become viral and now has like a, millions of TikTok followers for dancing while he tells the weather. He used to be a remix leader. Oh, and that's right. We had a, a camp that I was on and helping lead worship, and Nick was a sixth grade boys leader, and and we're walking through the woods and I see Nick and he's got his hands on his head and like this, you know, the surrender pose. And we're like, Nick, what's going on? He's like, I don't know how to control them. I don't know what to do. <laughs> they're, 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 they're taping ax body spray in the on position and then throwing it in sleeping bags. I don't know what to do. We're like, all right, we got you, bro. We got you. So, uh, there's a lot of joy and a lot of challenge to hang with these age of kids. So I guess my, my first question would be just what is, uh, what is your your just general background, and what what has what has led you to the point where you you feel called to hang with students? Yeah, great question. So, uh, I grew up uh, actually living at a Christian retreat center camp. So, uh, we lived on like the camp. Your parent, you loved it so much, you didn't go home from <laughs> yeah, the youth retreat. <laughs> That's right. They let right? you hang around and and like take out the trash. Or? Exactly. No. <laughs> Um, but yeah, my dad was the camp director there. And so we lived, um, at the camp. It was a year round camp. And so I constantly like every weekend, every day in the summertime, we saw kids groups, youth groups, women's and men's groups coming to camp and, um, experiencing a relationship with God. And, um, it was powerful to see that and all these different people from all these different backgrounds Mm -hmm. and socioeconomic, um, like statuses. It was just really, really um, impactful in my own faith journey. Uh, and that's where I found Christ and, um, felt the call to ministry at a camp, a different camp, but, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, answered that call. And, um, I also was really passionate about music. So I actually, um, went to college, got uh, my bachelor's degree in worship leadership. And then, um, honestly, um, was a little, wrestled with um stepping into youth ministry just being a woman and um was serving helping at um a church where I did worship and I helped with the youth and the youth minister um stepped away and was like hey I feel like God is calling you to move into this position and Mm -hmm. so just kind of well that was like the confirmation and so um did youth ministry at that church for four years fell in love with it and I think Mm -hmm. the biggest part of my heart for youth ministry is the mentoring aspect I think there's something so beautiful and you have people from all walks of life like being small group leaders um empty nesters young families parents of youth that are pouring into students and what I love is that remix we already have um juniors and seniors that are mentoring our middle schoolers Mm -hmm. and I just think that is what discipleship is that's planting seeds for Christ and that's what I'm all about so yeah Brittany, you uh, were an accomplished musician and worship leader. Uh, I recall that you had a uh, uh, an internship or a residency at a pretty well-known church on the West Coast yeah. at, in worship leadership. Um, when you, so you had taken your, uh, I think this was your, your main first job out of college, and yes. you were worship leader and youth ministry. Um, I just... I think this is an interesting microcosm of how all of us discover God's will for our lives in a certain way. You were doing two things you were passionate about 
did did when you made the decision to say yes when they invited you hey the need is full-time youth ministry now would you shift here and we see this in you when you shifted was that a little bit of a fleece thing well i've put a lot of time into worship leadership i know what it feels like when i use those gifts let me do this full-time with youth ministry and then i'll see what maybe my full-time ministry calling is for the next decade or did you know pretty much when you made the decision youth ministry instead of worship ministry is god's calling on my life i'm just curious yeah that's a uh, great question so I think I struggled a lot with just like imposter syndrome. Um, I think I've always, I've always been drawn to youth ministry, but I just didn't feel qualified. And so, yeah. um, And I definitely was like, God, are you sure? Like, I just literally got a four year degree (laughs) this job. (laughs) Like, how? Why? And uh, but I I really think um, I had that moment after our first youth trip, the first time. That so I feel like in the beginning when I transitioned to youth, it was like I got to catch up. Like I got to read all the books, I got to listen to all the podcasts, I got to okay. got to get caught up. But once um, we went on that first youth retreat, and like you guys know, like when it's it's on the trips where like mm-hmm. just so much God can just do so much, and um, seeing that change and like lives being transformed on that trip I was like okay this is the best thing ever and uh-huh. I I want to do this just in my life so um yeah it was kind of a journey it wasn't okay. just a you know light bulb moment um speaking that's interesting you you say that that experience on a trip and seeing the profundity of life change that is a, is of a different order than a regular Sunday night youth ministry, or for adults, we might say a regular Sunday morning. For sure. I, I recently was in a seminar uh, where a bunch of senior pastors were learning from the digital engagement pastor of a well-known church nationally in Ohio that's considered like the leading online church provider. Like there, And so we were interested to hear, uh, mostly I went into it thinking we're never going to want to do what they're doing. Uh, you know, I don't ever want to encourage people to engage with church more online than in person. What was interesting is that all of their, all of their, uh, both online worship and then they have an app and they encourage people to interact on devo- daily devotions and a bunch of other stuff. But they have a singular goal that they measure at the end of the year. How much did that lead toward people? going on multi-day experiences, whatever age they are. Mission trips, children's camps, youth trips, and mission trips, because they have, they have you know, research-based, supposedly, <laughs> identified that's where the most sustained Holy Spirit change happens in a believer or non-believer's life. And so they've made that their complete end goal, their metric. I thought that was really fascinating. And by yeah. that metric, Remix is really... Uh, having an impact on a lot of teenagers' lives. Uh, the number of teens on camps and retreats recently is is just wonderful. Um, to, you have, uh, as you interviewed with us, you also have begun um, graduate school yes. in theology. Tell us why you did that and, and where you think that's going. Yeah, uh, seminary had been on my heart for several years, but um, before I committed, I was like, okay, let's see how full-time youth ministry goes, (laughs) and um, I just realized, like, I want to grow and become a better, like, more excellent 
um, in what I do. And so um, I, you know, just pray to, for God to just give me clarity of like what that next step looks like, um, what seminary. Um, so I, I spent about a year researching huh. different seminaries um, and landed on Fuller in California. They had an online fully like program and um, they had a concentration in youth, family and culture that um, every single class seemed interesting to me. And Hmm. so that was kind of confirmation like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And so I started last spring and I'm taking it slow, but um, I've enjoyed every class so far. It's been awesome. And it's really cool, specifically in the class I just took last fall. I didn't think I'd actually like have good relationships with the people Uh I um, like were in my classes because it was all online, but we're all over the world meeting together and we would meet on Zoom twice a week and we actually like became like prayer warriors for one another Uh and um, genuine ministry partners. And so that was just really, really um, something I wasn't expecting out of last semester. That's awesome. Well, it certainly caught my eye on your resume that you had serious intent, uh, not only about ministry in the presence, but in the, in the present, but in the future. And you wanted to learn from the best, uh, when it comes to discipling teenagers in the way of Jesus. And so I appreciate that your, your teachability and that you're learning from the best and bringing cutting edge thinking about youth ministry in today's age of anxiety, the online age, the post pandemic age, pile that up. Um, we're, looking for you to lead us and our teens and families through all that. Yeah. Um, Question for you. I'm curious of, I know throughout the whole process, we kept hearing from Cammie and the team, oh, we have someone we really like. You came here, we got a chance to meet you, and they've gotten to know you, and we're like, yes, this is it. Uh, What was it on on your end of going like, I'm going to hop over a couple of states, I'm going to start a whole new thing? What was it about Lake Forest that felt like the right fit to you? Because clearly Cammie and the team were like, she's the right fit for us. What about this specific um, setup and location team people felt like, yeah, this is the right thing for me? Yeah. uh, So I always knew I'd want to, like, you know, go up, raise a family somewhere um, in the mountains. And so that was always, like, long-term, whether that was Pacific Northwest or the Carolinas or – who knows? And my family recently, my parents just moved um, more to this area. And so, um, and I just took our youth um, in Alabama, where I currently was, uh, to a camp in North Carolina. And I came back and was like, yeah, let me, let me just look around and see. And so um, when I, the first day I was looking was the first day that Lake Forest had put out um, the resume. And when I was just going on Lake Forest website, the thing that just stuck out to me was we are a church for people who have given up on the church, but not on God. And um, just looking deeper into um, your theology, the way that um, this is a church for people who are spiritual explorers, for people who have grown up in the faith all their life. I I loved that. I love that Mm -hmm. welcoming environment for everybody, no matter where you're at in your faith journey. And so, um, and it already looked like there was such a strong youth ministry already. That was another thing that I feel like is such a sign of health is when uh, someone in leadership can step away and everything is running smoothly. I mean, just hearing about attendance um, being so strong at Remix just in the fall, having such an awesome staff 
um, here, learning um, when I visited how many staff members at Lake Forest have been here for five plus years. Um, that's just not something you hear very often. And so those were all things that stuck out to me. Um, and I feel like kind of the confirmation for me was whenever I visited, being able to sit down with the student leaders, those that group of juniors and seniors over coffee and having conversations with them, then going out to lunch with them. I was like, yeah, this is this is where God's calling me mm. to be. And so that was that was huge. Awesome. It was pretty neat that that uh, Cami and her team decided to include our high school leaders. Uh, uh, they do ministry to middle schoolers. Include them in the interview. I, I thought that was a little risky, uh, but Cami insisted, and that was a, a really great move, and there was bonding between you and them. Um, to our podcast listeners, we all did just learn that compared to being in Mobile, Alabama, we live in the mountains. That's right, <laughs> baby. So, uh, and, you know, honestly, if you go hiking at uh, – What's the what's the park down there off of Beatty's Ford? Latta. Latta. At Latta Plantation. Mm-hmm. It's, the it's pe- awesome. This is the Pete. It's called the Piedmont, Brittany. Yeah. Okay. The Piedmont of North Carolina. And, and it has a lot of of uh, up, uh, undulating topography. It yeah. does feel, I mean, we are on the verge of the mountains. So. I grew up in Florida, Mike, so this is full mountains. Yeah, we live me. in the yeah. So right. <laughs> you guys, we not only live near a lake, we live in the mountains. What a good life we have. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> That's awesome. Brittany, I, I know that you did uh, one of the things that our team saw in you. Um, you were in a, a fairly a, a different context, but similar in other ways. And, and one of the things that stood out about your ministry there was the way you did engage with the student leaders. Um, tell us some of your hopes uh, and dreams for engaging, you know, with student leaders here. Yeah, I think uh, right now. Um, the big thing is just building those relationships with them. But I would love, um, I'm dreaming about a program where we are meeting like every other week and we're going through a Bible study together and um, we're giving them ownership. I think there's something super important. We we feel like, oh, they're, they're just kids. And these teenagers are hungry to go deeper in their faith. They're hungry to like have a job and have a purpose. Hmm. And so... Um, I want to utilize that and just meeting with some of the student leaders a couple weeks ago, they were like, yeah, like we want that. We want to spend time together. We want to go deeper in our faith together. And so, uh, yeah, that's, that's a huge, mm. huge thing for me is, um, building relationships now, but then thinking through like we always, um, with our student leadership team in Alabama, we would go on a retreat together to kick off the year. We'd go through spiritual disciplines. We'd go through a Bible study together and, um, they each had youth that they mentored middle schoolers. And so, um, I just think that's, that's a beautiful way for youth to go deeper in their faith while discipling a middle schooler, you know? What, uh, Brittany, one of the things that when we, as church staff, we we do some things and we, we help ministry partners find their own ministry. Um, but but an implicit promise that we make to our congregation is that we are people who are continuing to walk with Christ ourselves. None of us claims perf- uh, perfection in that. Uh, it scares me that people will presume that I'm claiming that because I stand and teach God's word, for example. Uh, on the other hand, we, we do make a bit of an implicit promise that we're we're seeking to stay close to Christ so that in in a small way, we can say, follow me as I follow Christ. What would you say? People have different 
uh, spiritual learning styles. People have different ways that are sort of their go-to or their jam uh, for growing personally or staying close to God in their own life devotionally. What, what's a, a way that is, is most familiar and helpful to you that you um, walk with Christ uh, devotionally or personally? Yeah, um, I think a big thing that really came out of COVID uh, when you're confined to your home is um, getting outside. And uh, so prayer walks have become like a natural weekly rhythm for me. Interesting. Yeah, it's um, and I think it's also just like I've always connected nature to God, especially like I, I guess camps and that kind of thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that's um, a weekly rhythm of mine. Um, at least, you know, once or twice a week, I'll go outside and walk around right now. Um, I'm living near a lake and so it's really nice. I can just walk around that little trail around it and just, that's my time with Jesus. Um, there's several resources. Sometimes I'll just, um, talk to God. Sometimes I'll pray scripture. Sometimes, um, I have like an app, like the abide app I've been using, or I'll go through the abide app. Abide okay. app. They have these um, short meditations um, of scripture and devotion that um, I I found around COVID, and uh, that it's just calming to me. And mm-hmm. so um, that's something that I do. That's just been a huge part of me really slowing down. That's something I've wrestled with. I read um, a couple years ago. The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry hmm. by John Mark Hummer, and that was um, super formative in my faith journey because I'm such a um, achievement and doer type of person that I was like, I need to, I need to slow down here, oh. and um, that's one of the things um, that's been a tool for me in addition to practicing a Sabbath. Huh. I don't know if you knew this from your getting to know us before you came here. Did you know we did a whole teaching series on that? I heard topic. about it after yeah. the fact, which is, that's crazy. Yeah, it was awesome. Well, um, Brittany, thanks for sitting down with us today. Last question. It's very important. Uh, if you had to go to lunch today somewhere you have eaten since you've been here in this area, what is the top choice where you're like, that's where I'm going? It could be Chick-fil-A for all I care. I love a good Chick-fil-A, but what would what would the, I'm going to lunch today, someone said, Brittany, here you in Lake Norman, place. in the mountains. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> here in the mountains of Lake Norman, yeah. What would the choice be? Um, I'm a brunch person, so probably the famous toastery. That's that's a place yeah. right up the road that Solid. I love. Yeah, not too shabby. Solid, Mike. If we're going to lunch today, I think you and I need to go famous toastery. And okay. Go to Actually, I'm going to lunch with a ministry partner today who took me up on my whole find the best buffalo chicken sandwich. Nice. bit that I did in one of yep. my sermons, and uh, so uh, a ministry partner here wants to talk about some real things, but said, I've got the best one for you, so I'll let you know. Okay, well, send me the address. I'll meet you yeah. guys there. I'll just jump in. Now, Brittany, watch out on those walks around the lake. There are bears and cougars in the North Carolina mountains, so just, <laughs> Noted. you know. Have, all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Hey, thank you all for joining us on the Ask Elsie podcast. We will catch you next time.